We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, guys? We have a special episode on tap for you today as Paolo Bonchero, the number one player in the class of 2021, and the guy tasked with turning the Duke program back around, joined Andre Dawkins over on our aptly named Dawkins on Duke podcast. Get to know the big fella and what he is all about now before he becomes the biggest name in college basketball next season. And remember, the field of 68 podcasts is powered by Bet Rivers. So head over to BetRivers.com and use promo code 250MATCH to get your first deposit matched up to 250 bucks. Take it away, Dre. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dawkins on Duke. I know it's been a while. Uh, it's been a crazy few weeks. Uh, I had no surgery, and you guys did not want to see me post that. Uh, and then uh, uh, my first child decided to come a couple weeks early, so uh, we've been dealing with that here at the house. So um, glad to be back uh, this week. We got a super special episode. Uh, we usually have guys who have already played at Duke, but this week we got a guy who has yet to play at Duke, but he is... Um, uh, do commit and top three recruit Paolo Bancaro. And so uh, really excited for you guys to hear this one. And as always, make sure you subscribe and comment. Reach out to us on Twitter at the field of 68 at Dre underscore Dawkins. Let us know who you want to hear from next. And um, yeah, hope you enjoy this one and we'll see you on the next one. All right, this week we got a special guest. Uh, normally we got guys who played, but this time we got a guy who's about to play. Um, <clears throat> top three recruit Paolo Bancaro. Uh, thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now you are signed, sealed, and delivered, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, perfect, perfect. Um, so normally we start the podcast off with uh like a welcome to Duke moment for guys, but um seeing as how you haven't got the campus yet, we'll switch it up a little bit. And um, do you remember like when you were kind of introduced to Duke or when Duke became kind of got on your radar yeah uh growing up i always watched basketball so i always mm-hmm. knew about duke new new players who played for duke um but uh i would say i think the first time i ever went to like the university i was like seventh grade mm-hmm. yeah so uh that was the first time i was like ever ever been there yeah and then they didn't start recruiting me till my sophomore year um and then 
after that, I took a visit. I took like a real official visit there. Um, and yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah. Um, so I was reading up a little bit on you and your mom was the left school as a leading scorer all time at Washington. Um, so did you guys uh, have any one-on-one battles when you were growing up? Uh, like a few. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, like 12, 13, uh, we did. We had a couple. Yeah. She was still she was still able to get a couple buckets. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's something that doesn't really leave. Um, so you're now, what, like 6'10 now, right? Yeah. Yeah, like 6'10. Yeah. So were you always... Were you always tall, like you were just taller than everyone, or did you, you know, hit one of those crazy growth spurts when you were coming up? Yeah, no, I had a pretty crazy growth spurt. I was always like, I was always like relatively tall, like yeah. Well, actually, I was always like good size. I was never short. I'll say mm-hmm. that, but I wasn't. I wasn't the tallest on my team, or like the tallest. Like I just wasn't. I wasn't a kid who like stood out as being tall, really. Yeah. Um, until like seventh grade, I grew from like I grew like five inches. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that helps. Um, you play any other sports when you were coming up? Yeah, I played football and I ran track. Okay, would you? Uh, what was your track event? Um, I mean, I, I started off as a sprinter, but as I got older, um, I started focusing more on on jumping. So I was a long jumper. Oh, okay, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Um, so coming up, obviously, you know, basketball was a big part of your life. Did you do you remember a point where you realized like I can be pretty good at this? Yeah, um, I was always good. Like, I was always good. Well, I always played up. Mm-hmm. So I always knew I was good for my age. Um, and I always was good around, like, Seattle and, um, and stuff like that. But I would say, like, nationally, I didn't really – I mean, we, and we would go to national tournaments and stuff, and I would play well. And so I had a pretty good feel for it. Like, I thought I could go, like, Division One. Like, I didn't, mm-hmm. honestly didn't think I'd be recruited by, like, Duke. But I thought I could go to, like, a local school or something. But my freshman year, I would say, is probably when I really was like, I really realized like I could be good like nationally, like top five star type type of player. Um, and yeah, after that, it was just I kind of all clicked. I stopped playing football and wanted to focus on basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. Like, do you remember? Do you remember any like specific? Uh, you know, tournament or anything, AAU-wise or anything like that, where you really felt like you kind of broke out? Like, I remember, I think it was my sophomore year, going to a couple camps. Um, I think the LeBron camp, you know, mm-hmm. I had a really good camp, and that's when I kind of kind of took off. Do you remember where things kind of changed for you and you became, um, you know, what you ended up being now, you know, top five kind of recruit? Yeah, probably, probably, um, probably session one. Um, I played seven. I played seventeen U as a freshman. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, session one of my first year on the on the UIBO circuit. So freshman, I was freshman playing seventeen U. Yeah. So that's session one in Dallas. Um, I wasn't sure. I I was confident in myself. Like I came out there and I I felt like I, I could do well. But like I remember like um, like the director like my AAU program like he wasn't mm-hmm. sure like he. He was my coach growing up, but then he wasn't my coach of the 17s. So he wanted me to play 16s because he just felt like it would be better for me. But the coach of the 17s kind of said he needed me. So I decided to play for 17s. And yeah, session one, I, I pretty much broke out. Like I was our second leading scorer behind um, 
behind Jaden McDaniels, plays for the mm-hmm. Timberwolves. Me and him were on the same team. And uh, yeah, I just kind of broke out. And, I, and that's when I realized like, you know, I was doing it. I was doing well against players like two years older than me, three years older than me. So I was doing, I was doing well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then obviously you end up now you're, you know, top three, um, you know, just depending on uh, the ranking site. Um, and I'm sure it was, you know, pretty much every school is after you. What was your recruiting process like? You know, did you feel like it was overwhelming or did you did you have fun doing it? Um, what was that like for you? Yeah. At first, at first it was frustrating, I would say, mm-hmm. because everyone thought I was going to Washington because both my parents went there. Mm-hmm. And so like they wouldn't even, schools wouldn't even touch me. Like I talked to Coach Shire like about it because I just was curious and he was like, yeah, like he knew about me when I was a freshman, mm-hmm. but like, just like what everyone was saying about me was like, don't even work, don't even like waste their time because he's going to Washington. Yeah. So like, like during that time of my freshman year on the circuit, like I was playing really well, like on, I was ranked high, like on everybody's, everyone's radar, but I wasn't hearing from nobody. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. I just, I didn't, and I didn't know why. So it wasn't like I knew that, like I didn't know why. So I thought I was doing something wrong or something. So it was frustrating at first, but but um, I would say towards my sophomore year, I started hearing from like more schools nationally because at first it was, it was just a lot of Pac-12 schools, like mm-hmm. it was the only recruitment I was getting. But um, nah, my sophomore year is when it picked up. Like that first day where coaches could contact you, um, I heard from pretty much like every school. I think I got like 20 offers in like one day, like yeah. crazy. So, and then after that, it was hectic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy how uh, just rumors just start out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, it, it recruiting um, people just just assume things out of nowhere. And you're like, I didn't, I never told anybody that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, in in your recruiting, like, what what was your process in in narrowing schools down? I know you just mentioned, you know, you were getting you getting offers left and right from everywhere. How did you? Um, you know, narrow it down to, I think you had like a top six at one point. Um, mm-hmm. how, did, how did you get to that list? Yeah, I had, I had, uh, I had top nine and I cut it down to six. Mm-hmm. Um, I cut it down to nine before my junior year started, before my junior season started. I cut it to six after, um, right? Like right when COVID hit is when I cut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just, I think the nine was kind of easy because even though all those schools like offer you and call you like on the first couple of days, some of them like don't continue to contact you just for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So that, that handled itself. And then, yeah, it was just like picking the schools that I liked, picking the schools that I talked to the most, I had the best relationship with. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, from, from the six, I, I knew I didn't want to narrow it down anymore after that. I just wanted to pick from that six. So uh, that's what I did, and I just took time and talked to everybody, and uh, yeah, I just came up finally with my decision. But for I'm not gonna lie, for a minute it was like it was like a four way tie. Like, oh, I really? Tie where I wanted to go for a long time, and I was like, I just wasn't. I didn't think it was gonna change. Like I was like, you know, I can see myself going to any of these schools. Like I don't know. Like, I'm never. It's like no one's gonna separate themselves. Like. Cause it's COVID, like there's not even, I can't really take a visit again or nothing like that. So yeah, I was stuck for a minute, but eventually Duke separated themselves and it was the right decision. Yeah. Do you remember what it was about 
about Duke that um that separated them from the other three schools that you had tied? Yeah, uh, it was a combination of a lot of things. I think academics was like one, you know, big thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was the, the best school academically out of my top six. Um, campus, like just the campus, like a lot of the schools I had really like, like I took visits there and they were like kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like Durham, like it's a real city, like, you know, there's things around there. It's just, it's just like a real city, you know, it's not in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Um, and it, but at the same time, it's a great college town. Um, so that played a big part. And then just yeah, the on the court coaches, coaching staff, having, building the relationships with them, um, building the relationships with coach K, uh, I, I would say, and just his, his whole pitch was just different from everybody else's. And I felt like it fit me best. Um, and you know, I, I just developed a, a trust for him and the rest of the staff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you mentioned John, um, or coach Shire called you first um was he was he the main guy that recruited you was he one of the guys that was 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 calling a lot yeah yeah uh he was the first coach to reach out to me and then that's been like my main kind of guy even though yeah. i've talked to everybody though i, I talked to nolan i talked to coach sewell like, mm -hmm. so yeah um and then you committed um decently early was that was that always the plan or were you just you were just waiting until like uh, you know one school stuck out and then just go with it from there yeah not nah, me like like yeah the recruiting process for me was a little different because like you know most players like they'll have like like you just see they'll like get their school predicted before they choose and like mm -hmm. like people will have an idea of what they're thinking of like for me no one like out of my top six I would say Arizona was the only school that people figured I wasn't going to go to, but the other five, like everyone, like there was a shot everyone felt like right? mm -hmm. every school. So I was hearing from those five schools all the time. Like they're trying to recruit me. They're trying to, you know, make their pitch. And so I just was like, as soon as I know, like I'm a, I'm going to announce it just because yeah. I'm not going to hold off or anything because it's, it just was too much going on. Yeah. So, now, once I knew it was Duke, I, I, um, I told, I FaceTime Coach Shire told him and then I told the rest of the staff the next day. Yeah. That's what's up. Um oh yeah, so I saw a picture of you um hanging out with the crazies at uh on your visit during one of the during one of the games. Um is that what was that like your most fun memory of <clears throat> on that Duke visit, or do you have something else that was that stuck out to you? Yeah, I would say that was pretty cool uh, being there for the for the uh What's it called? It's not Midnight Madness. Countdown to Craziness. Yeah, yeah, Countdown to Craziness. Being there for that, and yeah, like, yeah, they just started, I was just sitting there, and they just started chanting my name. It was cool. And then it was like, come sit with us. Like, that's what they were chanting. So then I was like, okay. So I got up and went over there, and it was cool. I was just standing in there like like one of the students. Yeah. Um. So once you recruit, once you, you know, finished off your recruitment, you knew you were coming to Duke. Um. How much did you turn into like a recruiter yourself? Because I know, like you know, I committed pretty early, and then I'm I was you know out on the circuit. I'm trying to get Kyrie to come and whoever else I knew who was on uh, <laughs> uh, Duke's radar. So did you turn into a recruiter too? Yeah, for sure. Uh, AJ AJ Griffin was the first one to, recruit, uh, to commit. Mm -hmm. He committed like pretty soon after our we took our visit together, so he committed pretty soon after the visit. And then I I committed in August. 
Um, and yeah, since then, I've been, I've been recruiting, I would say. Um, Trevor, Trevor's committed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to Trevor a lot because I knew Trevor since like eighth grade. So I was talking to Trevor a lot in his ear. Um, I've been trying to talk to Patrick a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I know everybody, everybody's uh, got their eyes locked in on that one right now. Yeah, so just been trying to talk to him, but not, but not too much though. You know, you want to always give him their space because right. I know how, I know, yeah, I know what it's like, so you don't want to be annoying. Mm-hmm. Just dropping like in on them here and there. Yeah. So you're going from, <clears throat> from Washington all the way to Durham, North Carolina. Um, are you ready to be that far from home or? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never really been types like get homesick and stuff yeah. like but it's gonna be different for sure um i've been in north carolina though probably i like six times mm-hmm. i've been in north carolina a lot yeah so you got a good feel for it so i got a good feel for it i got yeah. family that lives there that lives close oh, okay really close so if i ever you know need that vibe i can get it yeah but nah yeah i mean i'm looking forward to it yeah, yeah. Durham's a great place, man. Great place. Um, Where are you from? I'm from Virginia. So, yeah, it was a three-hour drive for me straight down down to Durham. Um, so, you know, it was far enough that, like, I had my my space, but, you know, close enough that I could get home if I needed to. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, I want to do, you know, some rapid fire with you, just, you know, for fans to kind of get to know you a little bit more off the court. Um so favorite meal? Favorite meal, I'll probably just say like, I'll probably just say soul food, any really kind of be fried chicken, barbecue. Uh, yeah, fried chicken, okay. I'd say like greens or mashed potatoes. Mac yeah. and cheese. Yeah. Oh, so you, you're gonna be right at home in North Carolina then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite movie? Favorite movie? No, I got a lot. I I would say I always like watching like Avengers and like mm-hmm. superhero movies. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite out of them. I like them all. I probably say Captain America. I like the Winter Soldier. Okay. I like that okay. movie. Solid. So my next one was Marvel or DC. So is that does that mean Marvel. You're, you're a Marvel guy? <laughs> okay. Uh, I gotta watch, I gotta watch um, Justice League though. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, the Snyder Cut. Yeah. yeah. You, you gotta book out a whole chunk of your day for that thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, favorite TV show? Right now, Snowfall. Okay, I'm on that too. I just caught up last night. So yeah, that's that's a legit show. Um, yeah. Jordan or LeBron? LeBron. Ooh. But but I got like, like Jordan. I would say Jordan is the greatest of all time. But just my personal preference is LeBron, and I think LeBron is the best like basketball player of all time. Yeah. But after watching like the Last Dance and everything, and just I just I mean he is the greatest. But I think LeBron can pass it on, and I think he will eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can agree with that. I can agree with that for sure. Um, you rather dunk on somebody or an ankle breaker into a three? I dunk on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who are some of the guys in the NBA that are must see for you? You know, if they're playing, you got to tune in. Yeah, must see. Yeah, definitely LeBron. Mm-hmm. 
LeBron and AD for sure. Um, definitely, definitely Jason Tatum. Always watch the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Who else? Luca. I like watching Luca. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, um, I've been liking Joel and B lately too. He's been, he's been. Dominant. Yeah, he's been killing. Yeah, like, he's, and, way uh, more, he's way more like finesse than like I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he got, he got moves. Uh, yeah. yeah, for to for like, him to be that big is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Zion too. Zion. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You gotta watch Zion. And shoot, the last uh, couple of weeks, Steph has been must see as right. well. I watched him last night. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you just gotta shake your head sometimes when you're watching him. It's nuts. Um, favorite shoe. Favorite shoe to play in or to wear around? Uh, let's do both. Favorite shoe to play in? I probably say. I like Kyrie's. All Kyrie shoes are super comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I like all Kyrie's. Um, and then to wear around, I'd probably just say like, probably just say Jordan ones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, favorite sport to watch other than basketball? Football. You got it. Who's your team? I might like watching football. Not bad. Not more than basketball, but it's definitely up there. Like I yeah. football a lot. Yeah. yeah. You got a team? No, I like. I don't even. Have, I don't have a team in the NBA either. I don't. I always like players. Like I like Brady. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like Brady. He's a pretty good player. <laughs> um, do you have a a hobby or a talent that most people wouldn't know about? Uh, a hobby. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides like playing video games, sometimes a talent. Nah, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say I have a, another hidden talent or anything. But okay. yeah, I just got regular hobbies. Average, ordinary, eighteen-year-old yeah. hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So going in the um, going in the next year, what are your um, expectations? You know, going into the year. Yeah, I definitely expect it to be like a big bounce back year. You know, mm-hmm. this year was tough for everybody, um, but you know, especially for for us, you know, not winning as much as we usually do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely next year, bounce big bounce back year. Um, I think we're going to be really good. Um, I think we're going to play really good as a team. So just coming in next year, working hard. Um, yeah, kind of. Kind of getting back to to Duke Duke basketball is what it's always been. Absolutely. And how do you feel like your game fits in with the guys that are there and the guys that are coming in with you this year? Yeah, uh, I think it fits in really good, just because I'm really unselfish. You know, I don't have a personal agenda when I'm on the floor. You know, I'm just trying to always, you know, play to win. So making those better around me playing off of whoever, just being out there, being a team player. So I think it's going to fit in well. Um, I think Trevor, he's a, he's a great offensive player. Um, he's really, you can see, like, really did work on his body and stuff. He's gotten more athletic, bigger, stronger. He's still really shoot. AJ, same thing. He's a freak, freak athlete. Mm-hmm. Shoot, dribble, defend. You know, we're, and we're all big and strong, you know. So I don't think the college game is going to be – too hard of an adjustment physically well physically wise you know i think we're 
going to come in there ready. Um, and yeah, the players are already there. You know, they're already established. Um, they're going to know the ropes, so they're going to be teaching us, helping us out. And uh, yeah, I think we're going to gel good together. Have you gotten to connect with any of the guys that are on campus already? Yeah, yeah, I talked to a couple of them. Um, not all of them, but I talked to a couple of them. Mark, Mark Williams, mm -hmm. uh, Jeremy Roach. I talked to a couple of times. Uh, Joey Baker, uh, Wendell. So I mean, a good amount. Yeah, uh, but not definitely when I get there, though. I'll, I'll be close with all of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see um, you and Mark. Um, playing with each other man i think that would be a nice that'd be a nice combo man especially as um how much he developed as the year went on and you know hopefully he keeps developing over the summer and you know comes back even better next year i think i think you two would be a real nice one-two punch on the front court yeah me too um what should um duke fans expect to see from you this season i would just say Expect to see me, you know, playing hard, playing aggressive, playing the win, just being a dog, like on the court. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, playing hard, you know, coming out there every game, you know, just like I said, playing, playing hard, playing the win. That's yeah. really it. I yeah. can't, can't give them any, you know, certain stats or anything like that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna think of yeah, you play hard. I understand. What do you think? What do you think about your game makes you um, is going to make you successful at the next level? Um, I would definitely say just my versatility, um, mm -hmm. my my ability to just kind of do whatever is needed, um, defend the best player. I feel like I can do that. Um, score, rebound, pass, make plays for others. Um, be in the right spot at the right time, talking. Uh, I talk a lot. So just keeping that communication on the floor with, with the other four players. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know obviously looking forward to playing in front in Cameron in front of the crazies. Um, you know, hopefully they'll be back this year. Um, is, are there any other, any other places you're looking, you're looking forward to playing in? I actually like, I've always liked playing on the road, honestly, mm -hmm. at home, like just through high school and stuff. I always like road games. Uh, no, nah, I think we play, I'm pretty sure we play Kentucky first game mm -hmm. in Madison Square Garden. I think that, I think that's where it's at um, for the Champions Classic. So mm -hmm. there for sure, playing in Madison Square Garden, uh, playing at North Carolina. Um, and I think we play, I think we also play at, uh, at Michigan State. Um, so those are the three places I think that stand out most to me on the schedule. Um, but pretty, like I said, every every road game to me is fun. Every yeah. game is fun, but I like being on the road. Yeah. And then obviously, but playing at Cameron, I'm looking forward to that for sure. For sure, for sure. And I think we've got Gonzaga this year. I know Chet oh, just... Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only game. I'm pretty sure that's the only game we're going to have on the West Coast. So mm -hmm. I'll definitely be looking forward to that. Hopefully a lot of my family and friends could um, come to that. Yeah. And I know Chet just um, just committed there. Um, do you guys have any any battles in high school coming up? No, me and him have actually never. We've been at the same like camps and events and stuff, but we never played against each other. Oh, OK. Uh, but I think. At the Iverson Classic, we're on different teams. Um, 
But yeah, nah. Uh, yeah, he's going to Gonzaga, so yeah, we'll see them. Yeah, they'll be good again. So that's gonna be a good game. Yeah, that'll be a heck of a matchup. Do you have a personal favorite Duke player of all time? I got a couple. Like I said, I, 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 Duke's probably one of the mo- teams I've watched the most, like growing mm-hmm. up. So I saw a lot of guys play. Um, I like, I like Jason Tatum. He was, he was good in college. Marvin Bagley was really good in college. Mm-hmm. Um, Zion. And then I would say, but I'd probably say my favorite was, um, well, I wouldn't say player, I would just say team was the team that won in uh, 2000. 15. 15, yeah. The Tyus and them. Tyus and Jaleel Porter and mm-hmm. Justin. That, yeah. was a, that, was, that was a good team. Yeah. Who, um, are there guys in the league that you look at, um, not to necessarily model your game after, but you're like, ooh, I like, I like what he does. I like what he does. You know, you kind of pick some things here and there from guys. Yeah. Yeah. I try and do that a lot. Um, and not only from not only from like bigs too, like I'll see like, I really like Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously I'm not, I don't have what he has, but like just certain things he do, does like, especially like in mid post and mid range and stuff like that. Like it's like how creative he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like Carmelo, I love Carmelo. Yeah, for sure. I like LeBron, um, Anthony Davis. Like those are all players I just watch and just pick certain stuff from their game. Like I like Ben Simmons too. Mm-hmm. Um, even though his offensive package is limited, I just like how he play makes and pushes the ball. Um, and then, like I said, Joel Embiid, like he's way more skilled than I thought. So like just seeing the stuff he's been doing lately, like step backs, mid range, fadeaways, all that, like, like you know, I try and uh, add that in my game for sure. Yeah, yeah. Is there like a spot on the court or a place on the court where you like to operate out of the most? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely in the high post. Like, I feel like if I catch anywhere in the high post, like, I'm, I should score nine, mm-hmm. eight out of ten times. Um, but I like operating from, from the top of the key, uh, in transition, um, and just, just in spots where I can see the floor and, and see the whole floor and just be able to make plays. Like, like yeah. passing probably, like, is probably my best attribute, I would say. Um, even though I can score really well and all that other stuff, I just think like a lot, there's a lot of people who can score, you know, like when you get in the NBA, a lot of people can score, but you know, I feel like my passing separates me from a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, I got one more thing for you. Um, it's how we always end the podcast. Uh, you can pick, you know, from any era, uh, in Duke history, I just need a starting five and a six man to win one game. Win one game, okay. Yes. Uh, I would say at the at point guard, I'll put Kyrie. Okay. I'll put. Um, well, actually, this is not it's, it's not very easy. <laughs> Kyrie at point guard. Yeah. Um, at the two guard. I'll put, I don't know. I feel like I can go put a big lineup in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Brandon Ingram at the two. Okay. I'm going to put Jason. I'm going to put Grant Hill at the three. Okay. 
I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Tatum at the four. Okay. Then I need a big five though. I need a, I need like a big. Uh, I'd either put I'd either put Bagley or Okafor, but I'm I might put Bagley in there because I think he's a little taller and he's mm-hmm. a little just more a little, a little more athletic, a little more dynamic. So yeah, I put Bagley at the five. All right. Who you got uh, coming six off the man. bench? A six man, I need some scoring. I need like immediate scoring. I'll probably put Oh no, I might put Nolan Smith at six man. Ooh, okay. Okay. I like that. Nolan. Nolan was nice. No, absolutely. So we got let me see. We got Kai, B.I., Grant, JT, and Bags. With Smitty off the bench, okay, I like that team. That team's six man. That team's gonna do pretty good. You got some, got some length, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 a lot of length. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, that's all I have for you today. I appreciate your time, um, and I know myself and all the Duke fans are looking forward to watching you guys this year, man. And good luck. Nah, yeah. Thank you for having me on here. It was fun for sure. All right, man. Have a good one. Yeah, you too.